Do you love coffee? Of course you do. Who don't? I'm drinking a cup right now. Sobervet Coffee is a military family-owned company that brings together a love of coffee and support for military-affiliated people in recovery. Sobervet Coffee donates 20% of net proceeds to charities that support military and veteran mental health. Co-founders and spouses David and Christina Beardsley built Sobervet Coffee to connect current and former military families that are in the community of recovery. This specialty third wave coffee is roasted to order, so you are guaranteed the freshest brew. It's available in whole bean or ground for your home brewer. And listeners will receive a 10% discount with the code BUMPBELIEVERS. That's B-U-M-P-B-E-L-I-E-V-E-R-S. Bump Believers. Go to SoberVetCoffee.com, find the blend you like, and order a batch today. I believe in this coffee because I believe in David Beardsley. I served with Dave, we deployed together, and I love him like family. God bless you, and God bless America. Do you want to be prepared for anything that could happen in day-to-day life or when disaster strikes? From the office to the outdoors, then please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check out the packs that they have to offer. They're made in America, and I mean every single piece of fabric, hardware, buckle, and frame. All the labor, too, is right here in America. So when you buy from Squatch Survival Gear, you're supporting multiple small businesses right here at home. I've become good friends with Chris. Um, He's a military vet. So all of these packs are made to mill spec. All right, so they're all military standard packs. They're good for everything. These things are virtually bomb proof. I promise you, I own two of them. I have the Rock Ape and the Mothman pack. They cannot be beaten. I've, I've had gear all my life. I had gear in the military. I have gear when I go hunting. I have gear for camping. The Squatch Survival Gear changes the game. All right, I, I take one to work every day. I take the Mothman pack with me to work. Just use it as a regular backpack, but it's so functional. It's, it's just unbelievable quality. All right, so please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Now, to save 15% site-wide, I encourage you to use promo code 23BUMP. That's 23BUMP to save 15% site-wide. Hosea 4.6 says, my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. So now that we have this knowledge, we have to remember to walk in 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. 
Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. I've got a great episode for you today. Um, we're, I'm actually recording this on July 12th. And um, like I've had to say too many times on here, um, our community suffering a big loss. Um, last night, uh, a beautiful young woman that I went to school with graduated high school. Uh, at the same time, she went to a different school by then, but um, we were just friends, you know, um, her husband and I are good friends. He's been on the show as a matter of fact, um, beautiful family, wonderful, faithful, God fearing family, um, three children. Um, her name's Kim. She passed away last night, um, of cancer. And it was a long fight, but they were faithful throughout the whole thing. And they just celebrated their life and their love for each other the whole time. Um, but it's really hard to do this right now because I just found out a couple of hours ago. And um, I'm sure once I get talking... I'll get my mind preoccupied, but every second of silence right now, I, I'm just thinking about about her family. Um, Damien, if you're listening, buddy, I love you. And anything I can do for your family, just say the word. I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, I know what you would ask. And I know what Kim would ask, and that would be just to keep you guys in my prayers. And I'll I will do that. Okay. Um all right. I didn't mean for that to get so heavy. Um today we're bringing back Chakma. Um everybody loved him. He was on uh, a two-parter we did earlier of Principalities and Powers, is what the episodes were called. Um today. Chakma's coming back, and we're going to get into, uh, well, my intention is to get into discussing cults, um, specifically the cults in Detroit that he had mentioned because I had someone else talk to me about the same thing the day after I talked to him about it initially. Um, so it must be something prevalent up there. I'd like to get into that. Um, he's been street preaching out in New York. Like to get into that conversation as well, get some details on that. Um, and, and you know, just what goes along with that, you know, there's a big deliverance movement right now, and I would like to talk to him about some of the victories he's had in that and discernment. Um, 
gonna be a good episode all right just uh keep um kim's family in your prayers especially her kids they're young um We'll just bring Chop Mall, okay? Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to give in to being sad. I know where she's going, and I know her husband will see her again. Glory to God, she went home. Her kids are grounded in faith. They'll be okay. God works all things out for the good of those who believe. Everything's going to be all right. It's a tough time, but they'll be all right. It's all going to work out. If you would like to be on the show, holler at me, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you would like to support the show um, in any way, best bet is probably on Patreon. You can do one-time donations. Um, um, I think you can do that on on the website. But Patreon's the best bet as far as supporting the show. There, I have like five different tier levels to choose from, from $2 up, okay? So for less than a candy bar a month, you can support the show. It tends to find its way back into the show. <laughs> I'll just be honest with you. Um, got a big conference coming up October 6th, 7th, and 8th. It's the Fortean Airwaves Convention Conference. Um, it's going to be in Ada, Ohio. I'll be there. Um, it's going to be a podcaster's panel, basically. We're going to do um, speaking sessions, you know, where we... We take the stage and we we do our thing on stage, but we'll also have our merch out there and tables. You get to meet me and my wife. Uh, my nephew should be coming too, I believe. So it's going to be a good time. Um, I don't have any notes in front of me. I'm just trying to keep going here. I'll be there. Um, Uncomfortable podcast. Eric will be there. Cryptids of the Corn will be there. Kill the, the Mockingbirds will be there. And my, my brothers from down the road here, Appalachian Intelligence, they're going to be there. If I'm leaving anybody out, I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to do it off the top of my head here. But all, all these podcasters all on the 40 and thread here, um, we're going to get together spend the weekend up there in Ada, Ohio at this conference. Um, Friday night is when it kicks off. I think it's October 6th. We'll, we'll all be there just mingling, getting to know each other. There's going to be a cash bar there for anybody that's interested in that. Um, that Saturday, the 7th, is going to be, that's going to be the merch table. We'll have the events. Somebody's going to be emceeing. It's going to be an all-day thing. There'll be a lunch break. There'll be a dinner break. But it'll be all of us um, just hanging out with you guys. There's very limited tickets to this. Um, they're only selling 200 tickets. It's $50 for the whole weekend. So 
um, that's that's a full access pass all weekend long. Um, even on Sunday morning, we're going to have a little gathering, do like a breakfast together before we take off. Um, and I believe that following Monday is a holiday, so it'll be a good time to do that. It'll be a good time to get together. So look for that, 40 in Airwaves, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. I want to have some merch up there, some exclusive merch that you're, you're not going to get on the website. You're not going to get that pretty much anywhere unless you meet me in person and uh, you pick it up off the table. Um, it's going to be a good time. We're going to have a good time, good fellowship. Um, I don't know <laughs> what, what all we're going to get into. I don't have that many details yet. They just asked me to do it. I dragged my feet a little bit. And then, uh, you know, once I, ch I checked all my schedules between work and church and the show and um, my wife's new schedule, we're like, yeah, let's do it. So I hope to see you there. I hope that listeners of the Bump Podcast take all 200 tickets. Um It'll be a blast. Just get to know each other, hang out with each other a little bit, um, meet the fam, and have a good time. Let's see what else while we wait, because um, I, I think Chuck must held up in traffic right now, but, but he'll be on here in just a second. If there's anything that you want to send to the show, um, books to review and read, artwork I can put up on this new beautiful wall behind me here. Um just whatever if you want to do a, a decal swap a sticker swap i got stickers i got new beautiful stickers coming in um holler at me man just send it to me at p.o box 1453 in chapmanville west virginia to make it out to the bump podcast zip code is 25508 um shoot it to me in the mail make sure i can read your return address and i'll send you something back uh if you have an experience you want to share and you want to call, I've had I've had a bunch of people call, and that's how we were organizing, getting them on the show or just discussing their their experiences. You can call the bump phone at 304-812-0553. Uh, that's about a billion ways to get a hold of me. There's the bump podcast at gmail.com. I'm very active on Instagram. I'm fairly active on TikTok and I've totally neglected everything else. Um, so uh, just holler at me. The best way to do it is on Gmail. Let's get you on the show too. Um, patrons, I appreciate you for being patient about getting episodes up while I was doing this remodel on the the uh, studio room here. I I went audio only and I know that, that kind of messed things up for you guys for a little bit, but I'm I'm trying to figure out ways to make that up to you. All right, here's Chuck. Let's go and bring him on. All right, we're back on the air with you, brother. Uh man, first, you know, everybody knows we we were talking before we hit record. That's just how these shows work, you know. But we didn't start to cover yet. Um, I would like. I know we're going to talk about witchcraft, but first. Tell me about what went on in New York. You said you were out street preaching. Oh, man. Bro, New York was powerful, bro. Was it? 
Let's see. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Um, the Lord had given me some words for New York. So it's basically words of, of warning of the judgment to come. Pretty, pretty much what he was, what he was, have, what he had me saying. I rebuke the devil right now. If that saying is angry, I'm being a blast in my left ear right now. Mm. Um, but I, so I denounce the devil right now. But what's it called? Um, basically, um, he was saying that New York is done for. And I actually learned why, see, the Lord, you, we might not, that's why when you hear the Holy Spirit, when you start getting deep into prayer and the Lord is giving you words, do not question the words. Right. I just ask for more understanding because one of the things that he told me that it, because one of the judgments that's going to come on New York is that he's going to fully submerge it underwater. Not mm. only will, will not one stone be left standing, but the whole New York City is going to be submerged underwater because they have um, given over the city to their god, Dagon. Now, mm. here's the thing. I was like, what, that, what in the world does Dagon have to go? They really bring up these old gods, right? Right. Um, and he mocked also in that word, he mocked the fact that um, how are you building a wall against the sea, seeing that you worship the god of the sea? So the he in a mocking fashion. I, I'll have to. I, I don't have my book near me, but I write these things down. But he was saying basically, the law, my law, and my Lord is written that you don't take the uh land, your neighbor's landmark. So because I'm a just God, I'm gonna give what belongs to Dagon to Dagon. So I'm gonna sink it under like Atlantis. Oh wow! So you know, and so. That's what he was saying, but he was warning, like, there's still a remnant there that can't be saved. Yeah. But here's the thing. Somebody just pointed, I saw a video where somebody pointed out Murdoch, which is, a, is a also, a, if you, Murdoch is acquainted with a fish god. And he's, acquaint, he's, he's uh, acquainted with the Pope. You know how he has that big hat? Yep. So... They, apparently there were old depictions of the god Murdoch and he has this fish hat that's very scaly and it goes all the way down. It kind of mm. looks like a mermaid almost. Yeah. But, he, but he's wearing this thing. And so I forgot, I gotta find that video again, but when I saw that I'm like, wait a minute, and they made a little Comedian connections to New York and I, now, now I'm looking like, hold on, I gotta research this because the Lord, now I want to understand what the Lord was talking about. Now, yeah. what he had given me is uh, scriptures and judges and in Amos um, about how there's a correlate, the spirit behind New York City specifically, not the United States, but New York City specifically has the spirit of Tyree and Zidon. Um, merchant, merchant that, right? But now you're going to look at, well, what were the Tyreans uh, worshiping, right? And, uh, you know, the wisdom of the Chaldeans and all this other stuff. And he, the way that he had uh, connected it for me and, um, when I had asked about it in that same prayer was with the Rockefeller Center. They have a fountain there, right? Water fountain with their water god, right? Their knowledge shall be the stability of the time, scripture. They're always blaspheming God's word. Yep. Yeah. And so now I'm like, wait a minute, I got to research this stuff because now I'm like, I've seen the fuller picture 
whoa, the Lord, you know, obviously the Lord knows what he's talking about, but when he lets you see it, right, it's like, whoa, you know? So, um, okay, so that was that, right? But while I'm out there preaching, right, I mean, we were there 20, like, well, not 24-7, but all day long from sunup to sundown preaching. We started out in Manhattan because uh, we had gotten delayed a day, and but as soon as I landed, you know, we we're hitting Manhattan and we broke through the heaviness at every location. I'm gonna summarize it every location that we hit Man, Times Square, um, Jamaica, Queens, um, what's it called? Uh, Broadway Junction in Brooklyn, um, what's it called? Corona, right, in Queens, um, Fordham, the Bronx, the, the, the ones that had, had the, the heaviest oppression. Was it is like the uh, uh, Fordham, Corona, uh, right there by Jackson Heights and in Broadway Junction. Um, Times Square was heavy too, but man, like it's almost as if the words of God couldn't be heard until we would start praising and worshiping because it was so heavy and dark. And it was it was crazy because after we started praising and worshiping, it's like we cleared out. Right. Everybody that was demon, it's like it's like the demons were tell, having the people be like, yo, we need to get out of here because this guy's crazy. He's trying to cast us out and they would bounce. Yeah. And, and at certain points, I would feel the aggression of that. Like, these things wanted to kill me. And then we will break through at one point in Broadway Junction um, when we went out there. I, um, the. Oh, that's another place. We went we, in the Bronx, too. But in Broadway Junction specifically, it, it kind of happened in Jamaica, but Broadway Junction, um, they, we, we went outside because the, the police, apparently, I didn't know this. And this is just to show you how great God is. Apparently, cops have been running around arresting Christians for preaching. They've, they've come up with stipulations. Yeah, like you can't have speakers, mm -hmm. apparently, to preach uh -huh. anything. So, but the, you see the agenda. Yeah. Well, yeah. but guess what? God is so good. Cause they that now there was a couple of times that, like in Times Square, that was like you can't use a speaker, you need a permit, right? Right. But they, we still went out there hot for two hours before that happened. And even then, you know, I was like, because I saw somebody else using a speaker and it was for music. So I said, Well, well, I'll be. Let's go praise mm -hmm. God. You can't say nothing about praising, praising, right? So right. right there, right in the middle, in front of them statues, right? Because those are then idols. Those are cursed items. A lot of people don't know those little monuments that they have, those little art pieces and stuff like that. They're not art pieces. They are literal beacons, accursed beacons and portals that they set up for their gods and for their demonic purposes. Yes. And so literally... And this actually happened in the gay parade too. Um, well, over here out in Detroit, I was seeing something. I don't know if it was the Lord or if it was the enemy getting shaken up, but I saw a big black disc while mm -hmm. we was praising and worshiping start kind of glitching into visual. Yeah. But then it would fade out with the rest of the blackness of the sky. Wow. <laughs> And during the gay parade, when I was praising and worshiping out there, I literally started seeing the um, 
a, a ring of cloud start again like glitching into and i'm like am i am i losing or am i really seeing this thing coming to play and then i started seeing i couldn't tell if there was ufos whatever because glimmers of light just kind of sparkle in and sparkle out like through here and there right and i'm like it kind of looked like yeah you you ufo whatever it is come kind of come in and come out on a visual and then when i stopped worshiping it just all stopped. Wow. So there's something that we need to really um step into higher levels of warfare. Yes. Going out there. So yeah. um in Broadway Junction, what happened was that there was this guy with a stereo there. Looked like he already had a chip on his shoulder, but when we started preaching, he starts blasting his his demonic hip hop music, right? And towards us to, to drown us out. Oh. I was having a brother, another brother, um, preach, and but my the Holy Spirit within me, man. You know when the Scripture says that the zeal of the Lord has eaten me up. Yeah. Man, I was like, bro, you could do this against us, but this is not against us. You just the Holy Spirit was telling me something, and I believe that He may have been messing with stuff of uh, of the occult because the way that my soul was vehemently, uh, um against this guy and the right. lord was telling me certain things about him like now that dude is what he's doing is personal like right. this is because he hates me and he's he is my enemy and i'm like listen the devil don't never win like I, we're we're gonna get out of here we're gonna because the lord says shake your my, the dust off your feet that's right but you're gonna you're gonna feel the, the presence of god before we get out of here god is not mine so right. Um, the other brother gave up and he said, I'm going to go preach in Manhattan. He left, right? But my brother and I, we stayed, cranked that little boombox we got. And uh, I'm going to go back in Amazon and give it good reviews. But <laughs> cranked that up. We put the war praise and worship on. Bro, we went so hard, bro. Thank God. Thank the Lord by the power of God. Right. Yeah. I, I was feeling it because I was feeling the spiritual resistance. It was blowing up the shofar, praising God. And I was like calling, crying out to God, destroy these demons. Bro, it was so it was so crazy that people started getting nervous. I was cause sometimes because I get so deep that I, I close my eyes, but sometimes I'll open my eyes and I could visibly see that the people were actually feeling something. Oh, yeah. So, there was there was like getting nervous, like like shit looking around, like as if something like what what is what is going on here? And yeah. the dude had to turn his his speaker um, off. He turned it off. And we still kept on going. And by the end of it, that's when I got I, I dug into them again. I said, listen, y'all. All this stuff is going to happen, and you can't say you wasn't warned. X, Y, and Z, God is angry about that, da, 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 da. and we're done. God was, I was, bro, when I said the zeal of the Lord. Yes. The zeal. And I'm going to tell you how, how powerful the Lord um, would move to that place because the dude was so angry, so hateful, that he was cursing us out, but he did not dare lift his voice up. This dude could have beat us up. He was like twice our size. Right. This dude could have beat us up, 
done whatever. He probably called, called his people, but all he did was walk past us and curse us out in the in uh, under his voice. And the people afterwards, some of the they, some, there was a couple of people that they was like, "Whoa, like that that was brave." And then another one was like, "Man, what's that? What's that playlist, bro? I need that playlist. I need those songs." I, I sent it to him. You know, God got the glory, but we. Sh- Amen. Shook the dust off our feet and kept it moving. Yeah, I love it. And, love and bro, it. we could fit every time, literally. And this is what I'm saying: Christians need to up their evangelism game up because there's certain things that the, there's certain weapons that God gives us. And it was like every time we praise and worship, you will feel the breakthrough. You will feel the peace. Like you will feel the whole energy of the air, the of that area change. So, man, you know what? My wife got that same word from the Lord this week. Um, actually, I think it might have been over the weekend, but it was the same thing. You know, she she was wanting to know. You know, it, it's like there's a battle in every direction. You know, how how can I help people? You know, and he told her. Praise me. Yes. You know, praise me. Just be, don't worry about that. I'll fight that. You yes. praise me and yes. watch what happens. And that's exactly what you're sitting here telling me, man. I got goosebumps all over both my arms, man. Yes. This morning I was getting, the Lord was getting, in prayer, the Lord was giving me um vision because my son, right? I got him for the summer. Praise God. Amen. I was like, I got to teach my son this, these things, right? Because he's all out there in New York. He got to learn, he, you know, he could be a little warrior. So, um, man, he got the Holy Spirit on him, right? Fall on him, you know, and he was like, he like, well, started tearing up. And I said, what are you feeling? And he's like, I feel happy. I was <laughs> like, it's the Holy Spirit. And so he, he was praising and worshiping. Um, oh, that's wonderful. But, Yes, but as I'm as we're praying, I was teaching him how to confess, how to thank the Lord, all these things. And uh, but as as I'm praying, I deeper into prayer, he was showing me different people around the world. He was showing me different sets of people. I'm raising my warriors up. Amen. I'm raising, and, and some of them are he got different gifts. Some of them pray battle with praise, some of them battle like this, some of them that he was showing me different people. And why he's this, this internet? That's why they're gonna shut the internet down soon. It, because yeah. we're we're getting we're getting the knowledge is going out there and us sharing this. You know, the Lord is gonna use that same algorithm against them and to make sure that we learn from each other. Exactly. Yeah. This, this internet that they thought they would use to control us and dumb us down. Yup. It's getting flipped on them, man. Yup. It's getting flipped, and this this is the Lord's time. They can't stop God. No, he can't stop God. <laughs> man. Yes. All right. I, I love that, man. I, I'm going to send you my playlist, bro. And please do. Whatever, because I have a, a playlist with the harp. Man, this woman got a gift for playing the, the, the lyre or the harp, whatever it's yes. called. And, and every time I pray with, with her playlist, and then I, I got my praise and worship list, right? And yeah, yeah, you know, go to battle with it. I I would love to have it, man. Um, it's like a Spotify playlist. 
No, it's a YouTube one, but I need to probably make okay. that into Spotify, like upload it and stuff. Yeah, I man. I don't like the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send me that playlist and uh, cause I I got some uh, I like to go off roading and stuff. You know, I got a I got an old Jeep, and I made a, a Spotify playlist. I call it Jesus Jeeping. You know, hey. and it's just like it's just like upbeat, you know, Jesus music. You know what I mean? Yes. That we, we can go out and just enjoy the day, and the whole day we're just praising God. Amen. That's, a, that's the only way to go, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get into it. I, I appreciate you sharing that about the street preaching. Did you did you put any of that? Because I, I looked on TikTok. I, I was trying to keep up with you. And you know how TikTok is, man. You get buried watching all kinds of other stuff. And <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, I, I, I turned it on. And for the last, I went to the movies. What was it? Friday night, I think. No, sat. I don't know. One day in the last week, we went to the movies and we watched Sound of Freedom. I, I want to watch it. It was it was really hard to watch. The first yeah. 20 minutes was really hard to, to get through. And then it was all right. Um, But yeah, after I got home, man, I, my TikTok just turned into a Sound of, Sound of Freedom like commercial that's like that's all you see it's just one one account after the next you know it's like they know i was watching it uh-huh oh yeah they know oh yeah they know but uh but yeah man i've been trying to keep up with the street preaching so do you have clips of it on your tiktok yet you know what i'm trying to because I, I i'm i have it all on my computer the, the thing is though so i have this body cam so right. the body cam microphone is extremely sensitive to the speaker. So I just got, I, I I just ordered a little mini microphone. Hopefully that'll be better. So I'm going to try to see if I can edit the audios so okay. I can put some of that street teaching out there. Because yeah. people, some people were touched. There was more, I think there was more watering than than, than seed planting they got the, um, that the Lord uses for. It. Oh, seeds yes. definitely planted, but... Um, a lot of people, it was like more of like awakening of the, the Christian into position type of. Situation. Love it. You know, there was there, that first night though. We did get surrounded by Muslims. Yeah. And uh, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I, I really want to upload that, even though they asked me not to. I'll just blur their faces. Right. I think they. I think that they're. They're actually people of, of, of position too, like they kid or kids of people of position. Really? Yeah, because the way that they was telling me and talking, like talk, and I think one of them went to troll on my TikTok, and I saw I'm like, okay, this cat's got money. This is probably why he was telling me, don't post that video. Yeah. So, you know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Post that video. <laughs> <laughs> God willing, I'm gonna I'm gonna work with the audio, you know, and see if I can post some of that up. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I know everybody would love to see it too. I I forget that we're recording a show. We we can start talking like this. I forget that I'm supposed to be getting to other stuff. <laughs> I get a little selfish, I guess. Uh, I just love to hear it, man. I love watching street preachers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. When when you said you were going to New York, I was like, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait, because people, uh, I, I was watching one and I don't know the guy's name, 
but he was in uh I think he was in Tennessee. I think mm. he was in Memphis, mm. if I'm not mistaken. But this woman came up to him and was trying to give him a hug. And she was like, I just want to give you a hug. I just want to give you a hug. And she reached in and he's like, No, I'm gonna have to stop you. He said, Cause I know I know who you are and I know what you're doing. Mm. And then she goes fiddling around in this little uh, little satchel she had. And she was like, No, I'm just you know, I'm just really happy. I just want to, I just want to give you a hug. He's like, no, you're trying to steal my energy. He's like, you're a witch. And the whole time he just told her flat out what she was, what she was up to. And she never broke character, man. Like she just kept smiling, like had these wild eyes. And she's like, are you sure I can't just give you one hug? And he's like, no, you can move on. Well, we're not in agreement. And so she walked on with, you know, she walked on past him. And then he just looks at the camera. He's like, look, it's real. You know, it's out here. You know, and then it wasn't, Maybe five minutes later, there was another guy, different guy. Might have been the same team. I don't know, but it was like there was a different guy. And something very similar was happening with him. This guy kept trying to shake his hand. And he had to tell him, no, I'm not going to shake your hand. We're not in agreement. Um, and he was like, well, why don't you ask me questions about this or that? And the, and the street preacher was like, you're trying to provoke me into asking the question. You want to argue. And he's like, there's there's no point. I know who you're who you're you know who you're working for what you're up to so just move on i'm preaching you know you're not going to stop the word of god and man it's just it got so tense so did you did you experience any kind of witchcraft or or witches in this particular uh trip out yeah uh well see one of them i couldn't tell well no she actually told me she was a witch but mm-hmm. she came off as she needed uh, deliverance, so we we I grabbed her hand, but the, but we all I also got to remember. I think the Lord had mercy though, because the scripture does says lay hand, lay hand, don't lay hands no on no man suddenly. Right. So, but you know, I felt like the Spirit led me to you know, but uh, you know, and one thing is funny is interesting is is that I've done this with a, a couple of people. And it totally freaks them out because there's something where happens that even if she was the one with the ill intentions, their wrists will start burning. I don't know what that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that that's the demons burnt, like yelping. Yeah. It's, it's happened a couple of times because there was a woman in um, Dollar Tree. She, and we were, cause long story short, we, we were trying to buy some, extra Bibles to give to this brother we call Evangelist Truth in um in, in, in Jamaica, Queens. But yeah. there was a woman there that offered, she had caught my eye, and I was like, what is it about this woman that's catching my eye? But at, when we were about to leave, we had to ask the, the lady, hey, do you guys sell Bibles? And this other customer, this lady said, oh yeah, they, they, I think that they're over here. And as we're doing that, I, the Lord, I forgot what he told me, but the Lord gave me a word about her and she, you know, she it clicked with her. And I said, well, listen, why don't I pray for you? And as I'm, you know, we hold hands and we're praying and I could see like, she's kind of tripping out because, you know, I'm prophesying over her right. and, uh, and I'm telling you that God has a job for you, but she's also kind of like, what is going on? You know, because she's feeling the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But with this woman, 
this witch, she 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 said she confessed to me that she was she messed with black man when she got into prison. She had she had been fornicating with the witch with a with a sorcerer, right? Mm-hmm. He had his name tattooed. Them demons were speaking through her as well while while I was dealing with her. But she was saying like she was trying to get away. And she was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. I don't I don't need no more. They're out, they're out. I say, no, they're not. I say, so uh-huh. I put her hand and she's like, I don't feel comfortable anymore. And so I was like, no, that's because the demons don't want, they don't want out. Yeah. So and so, and she would like come into consciousness and then she would lose it. And then the demon would take over and speak through her. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so she was like, she was like getting visually, like she would like, it's like, I was seeing the multiple quote unquote personalities. Yeah. Or like these, these different demons. And then they would flash out. And then like, she would be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know all of them were in there. And then she would just like revert, and then it it was it it wasn't like flagrant, yeah. but it was happening, right? And yeah, man. she was talking about my wrists; they hurt. And so, and that's that that happened with another woman here in Detroit, you know. And she was like, "Ooh, you're a mean one." So, no. <laughs> 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 You said you're a mean one. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. That, and at that time, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, oh, I hope this woman don't think I'm hurting her. That's not my intention. I thought I might have been grabbing her too hard. Right. Even, uh, even though I wasn't. But now that this thing happened, in, 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 I'm like, oh, no. That's yeah, the there's a trick. That's the Holy yep. Spirit. You know, they they feeling that heat. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Man. So, yeah, bro. It gets real. Um, there was a um, oh, and right after that, there is this. I don't know. If she, I think she's Ecuadorian or Guatemalan or something, and she came up. Now, something really was telling me like, yo, this is not a woman. Now I don't know what this what what that meant. If that was secretly a tranny, or maybe right. if it wasn't even human at all, but. The spirit kept on telling me, this is not a woman. Hmm. And she came up, she said, claimed to be Catholic, and she came up with a soda and some chips, a bag of soda and chips, and I don't know what else inside. And she was like, oh, you know, um, the, you know, just the guy just told me to come give this to you. And I was like, oh, thank you. But you know what? There's somebody here that needs it more than I do. And I gave it to this other man I was praying for that he would he came up to us completely wasted. And we prayed over him and everything else, but and he was homeless and all that. But he stuck around for most of the time that we were teaching. Right. He, he was very quiet, polite. He just needed help. But I gave it to him. And it really bothered her. Like she got angry that I gave it to him. Really? Yeah. And she was hiding it. But there was something wrong with her voice. There mm. was something wrong with her voice. I'm like, this is not a woman's voice. Right. And so I don't know who that was, what that was. But it, but all I know is that the spirit was telling me that is not a woman. Wow. And, that, and when I was trying to uh, um, elaborate more on the Holy Spirit, all she wanted to do was move. Yep. I kept her for a couple of seconds, but eventually she was like, okay, okay, enough. I'm out. 
Hmm. Wow. And oh, was she giving you this food? Because had she placed a curse for you on that food, or had she uh, been trying to use that as some kind of like a bread covenant kind of thing? Like she was trying to have you come into agreement with her for this stuff. Hold on. Your screen froze up. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Woo. Uh, <laughs> or had she uh had she come into some kind of uh I trying to create a covenant with you by, by coming into agreement with you over that food. So to try to hurt you. You know what I mean? I, I don't really know how witchcraft works. No, that that's the thing. Like it, like at the time, I didn't recognize. I thought that she was just what I what I did discern at the time was that this chick just wants to butter me up, right? That I I got a, I got that off rip. She right. just wants to butter me up. Why? I wasn't sure. I was focused on teaching, yep. but instantly, you know, I think when we're teaching, sometimes we get this. We're so into just the word and, and, and evangelizing that I might not always pick everything up, but um, I knew. She was trying to butter me up. And the fact that she got irritated, now retrospect, it, yeah, she definitely, it was to, to come into some type of agreement with something because she got bothered. I was like, hey, I was like, hey, sis, God bless you, but this man needs it more than I do. We need to be out here helping the poor and all these other things. And so she got irritated by that. She wow. was trying to hide it, but she couldn't. She couldn't. Yep. So, wow. Yeah. So the fact that she was trying to butter me up tells me that she it was a it was a deeper purpose behind that. Because yes, you wouldn't yes. get irritated if anything, you'd be like, Oh wow, like I, I helped somebody today. This is why God told me to bring it here because right. I got to help somebody out. It was really meant for him. Right. right. Yeah. Not not irritation. Right. Yeah, so, nobody would get irritated. If it was genuine, they wouldn't have gotten mad. Exactly. Yeah. So. But yeah, man. Um, oh, here's another thing too. Oh that yeah. Day, the cops, right? There, there was so many police officers. There. They kept on walking past me, like coming up, because they, they they have their posts in that area, but they kept on walking up, walking away, walking up, walking away, and at some point, I think it's the lieutenant, from my understanding. There was one of them that had a white shirt on. I, I, that's, I think those are supposed to be superiors, right? He came. Like, he came under his car and everything, got a group of them, walked up to the block that I was on, that corner that I was on, gave them a little spiel about something, and then they all left, dispersed. So, yeah, it was a lot going on. There was a lot of spiritual activity. Hmm. Pe people started fighting out of nowhere. I, so I already knew them demons is just riling up, you yep. know. Yep, they were getting stirred up. Mm -hmm. Thank God he protected you and kept you safe, man. Oh, yeah. Praise God, yeah. Oh, wow. See, that's, the, the God will give you different gifts, you know. You're an evangelist. That's, that's what he's, he's got you doing. Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. Um, last time we talked, you had said something, and I I know we'll get we'll get deeper into to witchcraft and stuff like that here in a minute. But um, you had mentioned something, 
And then the very next day, I had another session. And a lady from the same city of Detroit said the same thing that she had experienced. Really? And I thought, yes. You you mentioned um, that you had been like pulled into a cult at some point, right? Mm-hmm. The lady I talked to the very next day lived in Detroit and said the same thing, that she was a member of a cult and didn't realize it at first. And she 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 got away from it. Um, I can flip through my notes here a little bit. Hold on a second. I want to find her name for you. Um, it was just crazy. It was like two days in a row, and I thought, okay, either uh, um, right here. No, hold on. I thought either it's that common out there, you know. Or it, it may have been a similar situation. It, it, it's common, but the Lord allowed it as confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I can't, now I can't find her notes. Susie. Susie. That was her name. Um, she emails me, man, but every time she emails me, I, she don't see my responses. So I had to find her on Facebook and got a hold of her that way. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, she, uh, she was in Detroit, Michigan and she said the same exact thing that, you know, at, at one point in her life, she was pulled into this cult and didn't realize what was going on. So what? I'm not asking you to out the cult or anything that's out there, but um, what did they come under the guise of being Christian? Did they come under the guise of, you know, some some other kind of doctrine or what was what is that about, man? Call themselves Christian, but it's a Hebrew Israelite group, Israel United in Christ. Oh wow! The Lord, the Lord already showed me what 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 the, the what the top guy is, is on. He he's really? talking to these things. He's now he worships the Nephilim. The Lord showed me, and he told me, the reason why I'm talking about it is, you know, I won't hold back, is because the Lord already had me release that word, um, or, or what he showed me in that dream. He gave me several dreams, and he gave me a word for this man. He knows it, and he knows what, I, what, I'm, what, uh, what, what the Lord is, is raising me. That's why he's now very careful when he speaks on me. They are, they're all getting more, more and more careful uh, if they try to raise my name up. Because they already know that I know. And wow. so there's no way that I would know without the Lord. So, right. um, but they're part of that Nephilim. The, 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 the rest of the membership don't, don't know. But, um, you know, because they're under the spell. Right. But, yeah, he they, he's into his leaders were Freemasons. Were Freemasons. Um, but but again, you know, Freemasons that say that they believe in God, they, they use the Bible until you get to a certain level, and they then they say, Well, the secret sauce is that the God of the Bible is actually Lucifer, right? That's what they tell you, right? Like, I've heard that contort the truth, and so, um, same thing, same deal. A lot of Jehovah Witnesses, they're Masons. Right, Seventh Day Adventists. That's why I see a lot of people, you know, raised Christians, but what denomination and what was that pastor or leadership under? Because that's what makes it so susceptible to get into cults. Because 
subculture so big that it's no longer a cult. Yeah, after a certain point, they were not considered a cult because it's just too big to be considered a cult. And when people think cult, they think something small and secret. Right. And they don't realize that mo- there's so many cults, right, out yeah. here. Nation of Islam, it's a cult. Yes. Right? Um, you know, yoga, the big cult, right? There's so many cults out here, people don't realize what they're getting themselves into. And mm. so um, because they had the Bible, you know, and they were pushing God's laws, uh, I fell for it. And then not, not only that, but I had the background of being in a cult, raised in a cult, Seventh-day Adventism, right? Yeah. Um, the founders, people don't know, were cultists. They were Freemasons. Yeah. Um, so what's it called? Um, yeah, that that that's how I ended up there because if they tricked me into thinking that I wasn't keeping enough commandments for for God, yeah, right. Uh, and then they started putting the spells on these. Now you can fall into agreement and into what their teachings and everything else. And it really is crafty. I mean, as a man thinketh, so is he. You know, they right. give you the layout. People don't realize that that religion that you got is so dangerous because in the spiritual realm, just like God, it, it, you know made a covenant with Israel and he laid out the statutes and everything else. Guess what? You go into a cult, they lay out certain things and you're agreeing with the leadership. You admire the leader. What yeah. they, they have all the rights now to put you on that, under whatever kind of spells and put deep, whatever kind of demons they want on. you. Mm-hmm. Cause it's all based off the power of words. And then they just, they might go the extra, have to do extra things for the demons to appease the demons that they worship, but you already came into agreement. You're into in fellowship. That's what the Bible tells you. What does light have to do with darkness? Yes. You, yes. Can't, you can't be claiming to be light and then you hang around Satan's friends and be a light. You're going to become dark, just like them. That's what the Bible tells you. Don't befriend an angry man. Why? You're going to be just like him. Yep. You're going to have that spirit on you. That's good. Why? You're his friend. You're looking up to him. You're hanging around him. Yeah. What? What? What is that? There's a There's a a a, a question where one of the prophets asked the priest. He said, um, "What does the law say about um, a fly? You know, if a, if a fly falls into the ointment, is the ointment good? It's still good?" He's the the the, the priest said, "No. It, the the ointment is going to stink. It's no longer good." He tells him, this is the same way that Israel is. You need to allow this such and such sin to enter in amongst them, right? This is what Paul said, a little leaven, limited the whole lump, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, you're going, you can't hang around cultists. I'm not saying you don't minister to them, but there's a difference between ministering and then hanging around them. You're going to fall subject to those spirits. It's like you going to, the, to hanging out at the club. You might not be an alcoholic. You might not be an adulterer. But you go hang around that club for uh, uh, for long enough, them demons going to jump on you. Yep, see what happens. That's it. See what happens. That's it. Man, and you, you mentioned them in particular, um, that group. I've seen a lot about them here lately, too. Um, challenging street preachers, as a matter yes. of Yes. They're very, very hostile. Like, confrontational. Um. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, and I, that makes sense that they're worshiping these Nephilim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why, mm-hmm. if you notice, is we're united in Christ. If you go back and look at this stuff, they make claims such as we are the giants. Right. What? 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 Well, spin that back. Anyone that doesn't know nothing, that doesn't have spiritual ears, you're gonna look at that and be like, "Oh, they're just reinterpreting the Bible and say that they weren't literal giants." You know, giant just means powerful and spiritual, right? No, right. <laughs> no, these dudes are telling you something. Yep, they are the giants. They're telling them demons are speaking through them. Mm. They're telling, and so this is how that remember. This is why Paul said doctrines of devils, and you be, be thinking, oh, he's so deep and mysterious. Yeah, we were the giants. Now you just made an agreement, and you came into a, a, agreement with that thing, and now you, you're wondering why you got these demons on you. That's even if you even have the God gives you the mercy to be self aware to right. know that you're battling a demon. Right. Some of these dudes just. They don't even care or, or don't even know or consider. Mm-hmm. But they're so strong in the word, right? Right. Right. When you listen to so a lot of this stuff, the more secret understandings, you start putting together the dots and be like, whoa, wait a minute. These dudes are demonic. They're just using the Bible as a front. You see, it, it says if you ask for wisdom, God will give it to you. Yes. You know, s- seek that wisdom. Seek that discernment. That, man. Wow, that's a good word, man. I didn't know. I I, I didn't want to. I I should apologize for coming at you so directly about it, but it's something that's been on my mind. You know, um, I know that could be a sensitive topic for for a lot of people, but um, yeah, I, I wanted to 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 open that can of worms, man. So other people, cause especially if it's in that specific city, you know, I know that people are listening out there, and I want them to be aware. You know, if, if there's any opportunity that they would hear this episode, you know, and they, and they're, they're in that location or surrounding city, and they're feeling that invitation from one of these groups that maybe they should look into this. You know, maybe they should be a little hesitant and have some, dis, you know, use some discernment. So problem, you know, the to, wait, to raise awareness. You know. Yeah, the problem is this, right? There has been a lot of hiding of history. There has been a lot of lies, right, that, that the United States has, has established. Mm-hmm. I don't care who has, you know, we get different opinions or anything else. There is truth to what they're saying about the connection between Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans to Israel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you can disagree, whatever. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not a salvational issue to me, right? right. I don't care. It's just from my finding. It's pretty consistent. Right. Problem is, whether you're an Israelite or not, does not change the gospel. But these guys have used this fact to totally change the gospel and intertwine witchcraft into it. Hmm. And then what happens is that then you have Christians, then instead of saying, hey guys, you know what? Probably are Jews, but you still need the Holy Spirit. It, it, you know, if Paul told you. Paul told you it's not enough. Romans chapter nine. It's not enough to be of the of the seed, right? It's not enough right. to be this. And if you're really truly spiritual and you really believe in Jesus Christ, you would know that even if all this was a lie, right? It, it only comes from one place because this is what they hinge on. 
they hinge on the trauma that La Hispanics, Blacks, and Native Americans have gone through. So what's the answer? The love of Jesus anyways. So no yeah. matter how you want to slice it and dice it, the only answer is still Jesus and applying the love in the Holy Spirit. And this is where a lot of people are going wrong in confronting the Hebrew Israelites because you're not, a lot of Christians are, are going off of a, a base, proud, knowledgeable standpoint instead of winning over by God's spirit. There you go. And that's that's the problem. And so uh, the problem is not that anybody thinks that they're an Israelite or not. That's not the problem. The problem is that God's gospel is being perverted and violated and raped because some knuckleheads want to eat off, and, you know, because they, they didn't have no good life. Now they found a, a, a niche and, and are totally leading people to the gates of hell. Yes. That's yes. it. So um, I really want, I want to do, because I think God is, is leading me into that direction, how to deal with the doctrine of the Hebrew Israelites so they can be actual revenge, uh, uh, effective evangelism in that regard. But it can only come from genuine people, people mm -hmm. that can acknowledge the truth. The truth, don't run for the truth. Yeah, racism is real. What's the answer? Jesus Christ. Right. The Holy Spirit. Well, <laughs> that's, but that's the answer. Yeah, okay, you you our people are going through curses. Well, Jesus said that he was made a curse for us. Right. Right? Like how do you want to fight off these spirits of poverty and self-hatred and everything else? Jesus gives you deliverance. Amen. Right? So again, it, it has to come from you know, this empowerment and love. You can't fight hatred with hatred. It, it just causes more hatred. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. You just make sense. You know what I mean? And it, and it's that that it is that simple. Yes. You know, there, there's it's one path. Simple. It's Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's God's love. You know, it's it's that simple. Yes. And people try to complicate things, and that's that should be red flag number one. If it seems like it's really <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. I told you, the simplicity in Christ. Yes. There you go. Man. All right. All right. Where do we go from here, Chuck? We, uh, we opened up, shed a little light on, uh, on these cults. We shed a little light on the, uh, the, the street preaching in New York and the spiritual warfare going on, the tangible, the visible spiritual warfare going on. See, man, uh, I, I, I'm not given the gift of evangelism. I'm not. Um, I feel like I, I am being pulled in certain directions, mm -hmm. but it's not to, to be an evangelist. Um, also, let me ask you about deliverance, um, because that's I've been into deliverance for a while. But when I look online, I see some people that gives me pause. Mm. Um, and I here's the thing. I don't want to say anything against someone else's ministry. 
you know, if they're doing the work of the Lord, that's great. But some of this looks like you got to be careful. You know what I mean? Um, some some of this deliverance or what's, you know, being labeled as deliverance, I almost feel like is being used in a way to make the reality of deliverance look illegitimate. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I, how do you discern what 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 separates the theatrics from reality for you? Like, are are there any things that would be like a red flag for you? Like, hey, if they say this, you know, in your experience, maybe maybe that's not the right the right path. Because I'm I'm trying to say this without calling people out. You know what I mean? There's there's a there's a couple that I want to call out, but I'm not going to. I tell you like this. It, it's difficult because I've been to a couple of different places, mm-hmm. and I don't know, right? Um, but I tell you what, I've been to, I've been, I've hung around certain people, and then I realized I noticed that. Um. Really, what you want to get down in, in, into is really the the after aftermath. Did that person's life actually change? Mm-hmm. That's really the only way to tell, because yeah. de- demons will put up theatrics all day long. Demons will actually even hide for a time and pretend that they got cast out, and they never did, and they'll put up the theatric. That they got cast up. I live. I can. I can. I can call somebody right now. Actually, she. I think she recorded the whole thing. It was her and her husband. And the demon was pretending to leave her husband. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I was calling it back. And it was, it was the. De- I don't want to repeat the names. It was three ancient spirits. And they were working in conjunction under a a a, a, a warlock. When there's when when there's ever ancient spirits, you can always guarantee one hundred percent that there's a warlock, pull, um, ch- having them chained and locked and giving them its strength. Because demons, there's yes, there is specific demons that can only come out through prayer and fasting, but others is because there's a warlock involved, and that the warlock you got to deal with the warlock directly in the heavenly courts. Yeah. And, and bring them up before the Lord in order to cut that off. Because there's, there's, otherwise, there's really no way that, that, that the Lord directly, and you need to intercede on that person and ask for that person's forgiveness and even ask for the warlock's forgiveness. Really, well, the key to deliverance is intercession. Let me just put it out there. Okay. Uh, but as far as manifestation goes, um, it's, it's really the aftermath because anything goes. I mean... When they're talking about like poltergeist, I mean, I'm, I've never seen this yet, but you know, crawling up the wall, like you know, at the exorcist, that anything goes with demons, really. There, there's yeah. no limitation on it. Um, but the, 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 but the aftermath is what really is going to tell you the truth about the, about the matter. And it takes time in the sermon because 
again, I was with this one particular group. After being, after experiencing this group, there was something that began to visit me. Um, and I don't know what this thing was, but it, I've, all I can remember is this huge eyes. And it looked like some type of, I, it looked like some type of giant bug, black bug. But all I can remember is its, is its eyes. And out from what I could discern, it was a monitoring, monitoring spirit. But, and I noticed that this group, these people tend to talk about angels being around them. But that's not what I saw in the spirit. In the spirit, I didn't see angels. Angels don't look like that. What what kind of eyes are we talking about here? The best way I can express, kind of like, the, the way that the, they were, it, it looked, okay, you, you know butterflies? How they got the big old round eyes like that? Yeah. These were white and closer. And this thing had to tend, it kind of, uh, you know that, that statue behind you? This one? Yes. Yeah. So you see how it had that oval thing around it? Yeah. Honestly, that statue standing out to imagine a, a Kind of, I guess, because ain't that ain't, ain't that Mothman or something like that? This is a, a different cryptid that was found. It, it actually come out of the sky. This right. is the, they call it the Flatwoods Monster. It's here in West Virginia. Well, it, it uh, kind of looks like a variant of that. Yeah. Now, I have this painted, you know, I painted it like this brass to make it look like an old artifact. But originally, this thing, his its eyes, they said... Because it, it crashed. They thought it was a, a plane crash. Mm. And this these kids went out in the woods to see, you know, what was going on. Because they could see the fire and the smoke. They go out there. And they take one take one of the kids, take their mom. And a guy from the National Guard was home. And they mm. all run out there. And their dog goes with them. And they find this creature out there. And it's actually hovering off the ground. Mm. This The eyes were illuminating like a light mm. and its actual skin was like a red color right and they uh they said it was like some kind of oily oily residue on the ground huh. um the dog got sick as a matter of fact they go home they call the police that the actual active duty military comes out and investigates they call off the whole area and then later, I think they said that the kids saw an owl in a tree. They, so, see, this thing, it just, between, it, it, for some reason, I'm, I, when, I, when I remember this thing, two things, two animals come, come up. It, at times, it's like, as if it's like owl eyes, but, but I, or sometimes between a, an owl and, and, for some reason, mosquito rings in my ear. For some reason, because the way it flew around, it flies yeah. around. It's like a mosquito. Like it has a big head, but a tiny body and it's black and shadowy. And mm -hmm. it's very strange. And this thing only started popping up after I started dealing with these people. 
Okay, hold and on. And I left them alone. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, hold up, because you you mentioned this and said, "Ain't that the Mothman?" Mothman was the reason why I asked you about what what these eyes were. Yeah. Um, but, but Mothman had these two, two big, huge red eyes. Is what everybody said. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I asked you that because I was afraid that this was going to go in that direction. Um, and an owl would make sense because I've been studying, man. Um, I could open my my book here, um, which is actually Dr. Michael Heiser. Are you familiar with him? He he, he sounds familiar. He's a wonderful man of God. He just passed away a couple months ago of cancer, but he wrote wow. he wrote some books, and this is the book on angels that he wrote. And uh, I'm digging in on uh, principalities and powers, and um, I found a connection, and I can't say I found it. I was shown a connection, and there's some other guys that live in my area. They were on the same path about a year ago, and it's all just clicking. Um, I feel like there is a principality that, that's still very active here. Um, some people call it Mothman. Mm. Um, but if you would look at the way Mothman was described, and I'm, I'm getting to your point. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the way Mothman was described originally in the 1960s, it was the the eyes weren't on like a head up here it was it was more down so it was like the head like the body of an owl yeah and it had big it had strong legs like a human yeah but like these owl feet and it had arms and hands if you would look at the mesopotamian depiction of lilith she was described basically the same way really Yes, she was like half owl, half human. Um, and owls have always been associated with her. It's like that's a symbol of her. And there is a huge, like, I don't want to say following, but fascination and involvement in rural Appalachia with this Lilith character. So I'm of the mindset that what we're calling Mothman may have been a manifestation of this spirit, of this principality that people are associating or being allowed to call Lilith. You know, I think it's, a, it's a, there's there's a definite connection here somewhere. And yeah. it covers a region that goes from at least from like around my area, southern West Virginia, Virginia, up to at least Chicago. Because in Chicago, they've had these Mothman sightings here recently also. So this is like a 60-year span. But here in my county, they unearthed some um, Indian graves, some Native American graves of the Shawnee. And they found uh, a child wearing an amulet with a birdman insignia. So this same deity was being worshipped. So this yeah. principality has been here this whole time, and and it is considered a harbinger of doom, a messenger, a watcher, um, a monitoring spirit. Uh, the the silver bridge when it collapsed here was accredited to the Mothman was involved in the silver bridge collapse, yeah. which killed all kinds of people. 
Right. But people said that it was it lit on the side of the bridge. People spotted it as a warning, like it was monitoring. It was letting you know that this disaster is about to happen. And there was tons of UFO activity at the time. I really believe that people are idolizing because there's statues. There's like monuments and museums dedicated to this creature. Right. And I think it's deifying this principality that's here and people don't even realize it. Listen, I, I think I think you're onto something because you know what else I, I notice about this character? This mm. dude has and and I listen, I believe that women have their place in ministry. Mm-hmm. I, I I believe that a woman can teach in the church as long as there's a, a male authority over her that's giving her the whole go ahead and putting the blessing on her. But there's always a red flag when most of the leadership is females. Something is wrong with that. Now, you mentioned Lilith, right? So right. I, I just... Google, oh, well, not Google, but I got to use DuckDuckGo, but I just Googled Mesopotamian um, Lilith. Now, yeah. the Sumerian tablet just popped up. I see what you're talking about. She does look weird in this, but I noticed the two owl-like things next to her. Now, this thing, it, now I, it, it, like, it's, it's clicking now because this thing has a little body Mm-hmm. Except in my visions, it was it was black and shadowy, and the head. I guess he was like cracking his head down with the wings up like this, but but more backwards. Yeah, and man. that would be the perfect. If this is it, it will click to what I was seeing, because I can. I'm looking at this right now. And I don't know if I can share my screen, but let's see. Uh, it's looking like whoa, this is pretty close. If it, is it letting you share your screen? The monitoring, that monitoring spirit. Let's see. And immediately, the night that I got back from that from that meeting, that right there. Hey, hold on, my internet's trying to go out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of Man, course. I want you to see this. Of course. Oh, all right. Let's see. Let's see if we get that screen to share. There all right. Is. Okay, all right. Oh, Let's see yeah. if I can uh, zoom it in. Yes. Uh, let me see. Uh, open image in a new tab. Boom. Yeah, man. Things? Okay, so imagine that the head is lower, the wings expanded, but behind it, and that will be the ex- and, and just shadowy, and the eyes instead of being dark, bright white, and that will be the thing that I saw. Wow. Wow. And it would, that's all, that would make sense why I'm thinking mosquito as well, because you see its nose, it's supposed to be a beak. And Lilith was sh- considered a vampire. What does a mosquito do? Wow. It sucks blood. Yeah, man. What? Yo, so these people, so listen, wow, but, that's um, true. I bet they're worshiping Lilith. Wow. That would make, you know what's crazy? One of the women, one of the women 
that was supposedly praying over me. Because I went, I, I'm, I'm very, uh, how do I say? I'm very humble when it comes to, you know, I might need some deliverance still, right? One of the women um, was laying hands on me, praying for me. And just some of the way that she was interacting was inappropriate. And it was weird. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I did this thing with the women that I kept, kind of a pattern that kept popping up. And then I'm seeing certain things. And, and I'm like, and again, it's not misogyny. It's not woman bashing. It's just right. that God, 1 Corinthians 11 said that there is a godly order. And there's all in time throughout the years, time and time again, I've seen this when there's just too much of the feminine up in high places, it, it just never fails, right? You got, it's like that hi hypothesis where they say that you, 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 you test the theory and it keeps on proving itself true. <laughs> you know, I, I can't do nothing against that, you know? And, and now, uh, man, this is, this is getting weird. So anyway, yeah. back to the point, right? Yeah. Um, is do the do the lives truly change, right? Or is it just for show? Is it temporary? You know, is it, you know, um, does this thing come back? You know, I'm not saying so. Remember, sometimes you think you'll get tempted, but do they really truly get delivered from that thing? Right. You know, we're all gonna get tempted. You know, but Christ told you they're gonna try to come back, and if they do, it's seven times stronger. If you let it in, right. right? But do they truly get delivered? Is the question. And oh, that will make so much sense. I gotta talk. You know, I gotta warn somebody because there's a woman, and I told him because this is woman. So you gotta be careful when you're getting delivered on too. You gotta pray to the Most High. You gotta pray whenever you're going to go for deliverance. Or you gotta pray and ask the Lord um, because. There's somebody that I know, and she's part of the same kind uh, 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 or group, and apparently he supposedly got some deliverance. The mm -hmm. problem is that as a result of that quote-unquote deliverance, it came with a, a sinful attachment, toxic attachment to this female. Really? Yes, and but and you can't say like I'm not saying like like we get it. Christians ain't automatically perfect. You still got to grow in this. Right. But there's certain things that as a Christian you should not be doing, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. What yeah. is the life like after? Is there constant improvement? Or does it, do they get stuck somewhere and it seems like there's just a loop and mm. you're not really going anywhere? You know? Mm. And that's yeah. going to tell you. Because, listen, sometimes there's deliverances that you might, they might not be a display at all. You might think that you're wasting your time and nothing's happening. But that person got delivered. Right. Other times, just like earlier today on that phone call, you know, sisters going all over the phone. Mm. You know? Yeah. It, there's, there's different levels to this. You know, other times, it's like the other couple that I mentioned. You know, brother was literally like rolled up on the floor. That the, the, the wife is telling me. You know, like he's he's rolling on the floor. Like, what do I do? You know, and then he's like, he's, he looks like he's posed like he wants to attack me or something, right? And I had to tell yeah. that, and you calm yourself down. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, what is the life like after? Now, granted, 
granted, some people don't take this seriously enough, and that's their own fault that they fall backwards. Right. Sin. Right. Yeah. But there should be like a in a, a really big change in their life. Like for example, even with Jesus, right? A man got healed. He was able to walk. What he he found him later on and told him, "Listen, don't do nothing crazy again, because something worse is gonna fall on you." Right. But there was a major change in his life. Right. Right. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes, see, people give too much credit to the person give, uh, doing deliverance. Because nine times out of ten, the deliverance is coming solely. And this is why it's so tricky to tell who's who. You really need discernment. Is because you somebody could be doing deliverance and they're a full-blown witch. But because they're saying the right things... And they're still preaching the, the faith of Jesus, and your faith is allocated in Jesus, you may just very well still get your deliverance. Right. But you might not stick around. If the Lord, if the Lord if the Lord is gonna tell you, eh, don't stick around for it with this guy or with this right. woman. Or with this woman, right? Right. So it's really about your relationship. I tell people, listen, yeah. you know, deliverance. People argue about how to get delivered and all this. Listen, first of all, you ain't God, right? God is sovereign and God does different things. He has a personal relationship with everybody. Not everybody's the same. When I go into deliverance, I'm going, you know, you never see nobody constantly tell a demon, get out of the name of Jesus, get out of the name of Jesus, get out of the And I will literally like, like an annoying kid pressing the button on the elevator, right? <laughs> like, get out of the name of Jesus. Get out of the name of Jesus. And then demons is like, ah, but it works for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Other people just, uh, you know, come out of the name of Jesus. Other people come out of the name of Jesus. You know, listen, it got different people. I like I like to pray. I'll, t I'll tell people fast for three days, right? Sometimes right. the Lord will deliver them off the strength of their fast, right? Um, yeah. Beforehand, right? And it, uh, so a lot of times I like to take people through a long list of confessions and forgiveness and everything else, right? Yeah. Some people don't need all that, right? Some people just say it right there, boom, boom. Hey, all praises is Jesus glorified, Amen. you know? Amen. So. Really, you want to see what is behind it. What are they being taught after, right? Mm -hmm. And also, was there an actual permanent change in their life? That's good. Yeah. That's good. And I guess if we're watching it on social media, if we're watching it on YouTube or TikTok, we'll never know if it was. Yeah, because they, they never do a follow-up like one year after, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> it's never been the same. Right. You know? deliverance right right but even then it's just like who are you advertising are you advertising man or jesus you know what i'm saying like really exactly. your deliverance was to glorify god not to do your know, social media you amen know? that's good that's good i appreciate that man yeah. i appreciate that and, and you just said something that caught my ear because i just asked a, a pastor about this some can only be taken or removed by prayer and fasting. Yep. Okay. Who is supposed to fast? The deliverance minister or the person who is oppressed or possessed? 
because you still have periods of time where you're you're in control of your body. If you're oppressed, you still have control of your body. Are they the one that's supposed to be fasting? Or is it the, the one that's going to do the deliverance or do both? I would say both. Sometimes it's enough if if the um, the, the the victim fasts. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes I flunk because I, I, I know sometimes these deliverance come out of nowhere. I, I don't have time to prepare, right? Right, that's sometimes, what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, every situation is different. Best case scenario, both, and I'm gonna tell you why. So it's not just out of thin air either. Um, if you ever read the Dadake. Right, I, I always say the dachi. I don't know how you pronounce it, right? But the, which is the teaching? They said the teaching of the twelve. They don't uh-huh. put this in the, in the New Testament, but it's one of the earliest records of the apostles, right, and what they taught. Um, one of the things that they mentioned in there is that when you baptize before the baptism, that both the person doing the baptism and the person being baptized should both. Uh, what's it called? Fast for three days before doing so. That makes sense. So, you know, that's why, like, I don't really, I, I know people go into theology and all this other stuff, but I really like to read the stuff that's closest to Me too. the er- earliest writings. And I'm going to tell you, the Dadachi is flawless. I read it, you know, I, I, I was teaching the Dadachi out in, in, uh, in New York as well. You know, people, people got edified. You know, I was even on the train while traveling, you know. Amen. Oh, Listen, I don't have a copy of that. I got a lot of things. I got the Apocrypha, you know, um, but and I got several versions of the Bible, but I don't have you get the Gadachi, is that what you call it? Yeah, I'm going to send you the link of where to get it from. They have different versions, too. Of yes, sir. Thank you. You could translate it, but I just remember because you asked about witchcraft, right? Yes, yes. I, I Now that I talk about the train. There's this guy, young guy, um, probably around my age. Dude was smoking a blunt on the train, calling himself Mr. Cool or whatever, big shades and all that. But he started smoking that blunt, and I, oh, that grieved my spirit. And so I start reading the Dadachi, right? And I'm reading it, and it's talking about, you know, loving your neighbor as you love yourself, the different sins and stuff like that. Boom, 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 reading it off, reading it off. Finishes the joint. I'll finish the reading. Mind you, it's a subway cart. We all have to smell this thing and breathe it right. in. I'm about to get off, but in my stop, I look. This dude, he's rolling up another one, about to light it up. So the Holy Spirit, I could not contain the fire in my chest. Right. And I told this guy, listen, man, you trying to put demons on all these people with that smoke? God is about to judge you if you don't repent, and you're gonna get a high that you can't get, you can't come back from. You are not gonna come back. And while I'm saying, and there's been a couple of times where the Holy Spirit speaks through me, and I will literally feel the fear of God in me because the mm-hmm. thing that I'm speaking, I feel the severity of it. And so when I release that word, like he got stuck, like he's up there kicked, you know, kicked foot kicked up and up. And he looks at me, and, and we look at locked eyes. I felt us locked eyes, even through his shades. And I'm like, you know what it is. And so we got off. But I like there's certain things that when the Holy Spirit you speak through that you feel the power 
And I'm like, whoa, what, what was even myself? Even because it's no longer me. That's right. As that inner man. <laughs> yeah. It's the inner man. Yeah. And so, but that dude was a witch. That's why they do that. Yeah. That smoke. That's why burning sage doesn't make sense. What are you talking about? Demons like smoke. That's right. one of the ways that you summon demons. Like people, they they they, they will come through the smoke. Like that smoke is actually a spiritual venue. If you notice, um, judges in the book of Judges, um, smoke smoke never is 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 used to ward off nothing. It's a channel. Um, the book of Judges when, with Samson, when his mom, his mother, his dad, and mom had given off the sacrifice, the angel took up the sacrifice, but it went up in the smoke of the yeah. altar of the sacrifice. Right? Um, there's other times where it talks about smoking. This is why you don't even offer up strange fire. That's why when in, in the temple, if you offer strange fire, automatic death for you. Wow. So in yeah, and then the Levitical uh and, and the, the priesthood, very serious stuff. So you think you're just gonna take on these things and you know, God doesn't even require those things anymore, right? Right. You think that you just messing around with some sage and stuff and you think you're gonna purify no. This ain't that type of party no more. Like you don't nothing is purified by smoke anymore. That 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 priesthood is long gone. Yeah. It all whatever you're learning is tainted by the devil. So, mm. um, unless you burn in frankincense and myrrh to the Lord, and He likes that smell, yes, we know that's true. Right. But witches can use frankincense and myrrh too. <laughs> You're right. You know. So, um, what's it called? You know, people don't. They just do stuff willy nilly, and they don't. They don't. Act, the, the problem is, I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. People don't inquire of God. That's the problem. You want to inquire about everything else. But yeah. God directly and be patient and wait on God for the answer. Yes, yes, that's it. Don't just ask God for something. Wait and listen. Mm -hmm. Listen for that response. Listen for that answer. Man. So yeah, talk to me about uh. I I know we've been on here for a long time already, but give me a give me a little bit on on witchcraft and warlocks. Um. Maybe some things to be to be cautious of. Um, just what whatever you have on your heart that that you would like to share, that would uh, maybe raise awareness. Because that's why I feel like we need to we need to just you know there's a line in the sand being drawn, and we need to to make sure you know we're on one side and not the other. What are what are some things that you would do or, or recognize? with witchcraft and warlocks and all that stuff like how common is it what kind of experiences um what kind of you know like victories have you had so you know? one of the things is you got to ask the lord for discernment and, and to right. open your spiritual eyes it's going to be different for everybody um i will say this that you got to be very careful Several things earlier, I want to make sure I put this out there because the Lord put it in my heart very early in this conversation. Emphasize, he told me, emphasize on the power of your words. Yeah, like they, 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 these uh, people with their manifestation stuff and they say, oh, the power of the word. No, there is power in words. Amen. They just they use it in the demonic. But 
power in your words and power in your thoughts. So sin is first conceived. Mind you, the word conceived means what it was conception. It's birthed. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, conception is like sperm cell going to the egg cell. You get impregnated with sin in your soul mm. before you give it birth into reality. So I'm going to share something. You don't have to physically sin to open up portals to the demonic. All you have to do is just entertain an idea. We must become exceptional at hewing down the demonic in our minds immediately as soon as it pops up. Because Sunday was I was working, and the area that I work in has a lot of demonic activity, a lot of witches in the area. Hmm. I've been into units where the, 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 the woman is an Eastern star. So if you know about that, they're Freemasons, but they're the ones that, they're, 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 it's like the female version of Freemasons. Right. Because Freemasons only allow men in. So Eastern Star is the female version. She had the Buddha altars and all this other stuff in there. All kinds of stuff. Um, And so, what's it called? That day, I had entertained the wrong thought. The, the scene will warn you down, wear you down, wear you down, wear you down. And he'll bring people around you. Entertain the wrong thought. He didn't do anything. Right. I just simply entertained the wrong thought for too long. Right? While I'm working. So uh, I'm making a repair. Um I'm making a repair on these on the handles of a shower. It's a shower diverter. Old school. And in the building, you can hear everything in the building. I hear doors opening, closing all the time. It's the way that the acoustics work. You hear everything. Problem is, behind me, six feet, I'm facing the outer wall of this building, right. making this repair. Behind me, six feet away, is the entrance to the bathroom. Five feet behind that, you can see the, the, the exit of the, of the apartment altogether, right? And check this out. Six feet behind me, I hear the full weight of what normally you would perceive to be a man, you know, walking, right? Whatever it was, its full weight came on the floor. And as if somebody was walking in the, in the, these are wooden floors, old wooden floors. So you hear the, the, the creaking. I didn't hear footsteps, but I heard as if the pressing of weight. So even though I didn't hear those, the, the steps, it's the weight coming down, right? So immediately I snapped back and I'm like, what the? And nobody's there. But you know the movie Predator? Oh, yeah. So the movie Predator, um, you got the invisibility cloak. Right. Um, it's everything's happening so fast. So I'm like, am I really seeing what I'm seeing? I see the this invisible shape just kind of dissipating into thin air, right? It was not. It's like like you know, like 
it's kind of like that watery kind of, of effect, but then it's just like nothing, right? Right. Any instant. But at the bottom of, of, of the of the door frame, I'm seeing the foot of something. Uh, this is the frame, this is the entrance, right? Right. Oh, uh, I mean, this is the entrance. Go this way. I'm seeing the foot well, like this, a black, I don't know if it was a boot. Oh. It was it was a shadow, a black shadow, or something. I, I perceived it to be its foot, whatever it was, and I don't know if it was, if I was seeing it from the spiritual realm, or or if I was seeing it from the metaphysical. If it was both physical and spiritual, anyways, it went like this, mm. and now I'm like I'm thinking that if this is somebody, I'm not even thinking oh this is a demon or anything. I'm thinking maybe my eyes just. He, this guy moved so quickly that, you know, my it just looked like some invisibility. I'm not even thinking that this is a demon or anything at this point. Right. Like, I'm just thinking it's another tr trespasser because we got problems with those, right? They always try to break in and squat. So I grab my pipe wrench and I go. Nobody left the apartment, mind you, because I can see right through. Nobody left the apartment. And I start, and immediately I start going into tongues because I'm like, they're going to freak out once they hear my tongues. And I want the Lord um, backing me up anyways if I get into a physical application. I start going into tongues, but I go, nobody left the apartment. Nobody. The apartment is empty now. I go to the kitchen, nobody. Nobody is there. Mm. And even when they move, I'm like, I'm not here. I'm no longer hearing footsteps of any sort. It's just me. Yep. But I'm thinking, wait, what if man, maybe, maybe these guys are so quick at life with it? Nobody is there. And you're not jumping out a window because I screwed the window shut. Wow. And I'm like, so now I'm going into deep prayer. I'm like, that wasn't a man. Right. And in that area, these men in black. Have have appeared a couple of times. Matter of fact, there is a TikTok where the woman had portals. She had what is it, celestial um magic, and then she had root magic. She literally had a um sacred geometry printed printed out on on a white paper, and she had a candle on top of it. I'm doing a repair. This is a totally different building. This is months ago, right? And I put it on my TikTok. I'm like, yo. She, Listen, when I started praying in that in that apartment, and I didn't listen, I was barely. I had to go back out to my car because at, at first, um, I was kind of just expecting. It couldn't have been more than, than than three minutes. I went up there real quick and came back down. Man, I had a ticket on my car and it was raining. It was immediate. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't see no cop cars. So you know, cops they stick around. They're gonna try to give tickets to as many. Oh yeah. The pettiest ticket. Hold on, hold on, you can't read that. Let me finish up. So, um, the pettiest ticket because supposedly my my car wheels were too far from the curb, and they weren't. What? I'm telling you. So yeah. in the same corner, I saw the the shadowy figures. I've seen these men in black. They just didn't look like men. They look a little bit more like the things from District 9. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Yeah. Uh, so, but it's all black figures. I've seen these things around. 
but it'll be in instances and I'm like, did I just see what I thought I just saw? Yeah. And so I'm 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 sharing these experiences because um they can happen because when you're you're coming up against something that's a little too strong, um, or if you got weaker because you entertain something in your thoughts, right? Yeah. And you'll feel it throughout the day. The more you grow, if you're not staying in purity, you'll feel it sometimes because you'll feel there's a difference between a demonic attack and it's different for everybody, right? You will, but whatever your telltale signs of the gifts that God gave you, God will give you different things, right? Different senses to pick up on. So for me, it'll come through as um, frequency blasts. I hear them. Sometimes I feel them. Sometimes I can't see them. Right, but it's at different degrees and compared to other people. Some yeah. people can literally hear the demons talking. Wow. Sometimes I can perceive what they're saying, even though I don't audibly hear them, either in my mind or my spirit man or physically, but I I know what they're saying. It's like an, it, it comes off of it as an instinctive knowing, and I'm like, oh, they're talking smack. I just yeah. know, right? Yeah. Some people can literally hear them. Some people can simply see them. I've, I've, I've seen, I've heard of those cases where they don't hear anything, but they'll actually see a representation of the demon, like it's standing there, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard that before. Right. So, it, depending on your gift and what that God that God has given you, it, it'll manifest, and and He will teach you on how to know when these things are coming against you. Sometimes it's a spiritual attack from some whatever witch is assigned to you. You know, they, the devil gives assignments too, right? Yes, it does, yeah. Um, I, at this point, it could be anybody because not I got the old cult against me. I got the local principalities against me. I got the the people from the, pride, the, 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 the proud parade. You know, some of them were taking pictures of me, right? And just turning around so I know that whatever and, and mind you there's another thing too they do have chats where there'll be hundreds of these sorcerers and they will say curse this individual oh my goodness i th this thing is it's not and it's not just the proud community it's different communities there's right. there's communities of bitter women that believe in this stuff and if you do them wrong they will put you on there and have all these women curse you and you wondering why you locked up or nothing is going right in your life. Right. Repent and come to Jesus and stop pouring around. That's what that's what your problem is. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, well, let, let's close out with this, man. Uh I know you, you got your baby. Yeah. Um, what um is there any certain scripture? or certain psalms or anything that you uh, refer to when doing deliverance or for uh, to protect yourself and your family against these attacks, against these spells and these hexes and uh, the, the demonic and witchcraft attacks. I, I know there's power in Psalm 91. Um, there's power in all of God's word, but it's like specifically Psalm 91 is used in certain you know, deliverances and exorcisms and uh, even in baptisms. Um, I, I will but, tell you that there's a song, Psalms 23. I forget mm -hmm. the artist. I, I, I will 
sing that every morning. I would sing that in the street. Um, uh, but also, um, there was one time where, when I was in New York last year, the Lord gave me, I'm trying to find it now, um, he gave me two Psalms. I think it's, I'm trying to see if it's 85. Um, I know 58 is a good one and 82, but they, those are, those refer to principalities. Um, in my opinion, they're not opinion, mm -hmm. but in my, in my findings, uh, you said 85 and that's like, well, I know 58 and I know 82. Oh, 58. Yes. Okay. So he gave me 58 and that was, um, you know, that was Psalms 58. He gave me to pray because I got, I came under heavy assault when I was in New York. And that was when I had gone the New Year's Eve to pray against all that madness and whatever else, whatever spells it were casting to pray again. I went to pray in the middle of that crowd and I went home and for the ne next following nights, they was attacking me heavy and he had given me Psalms 58 and I think it was Psalms 59. Yeah, that, yup, there was them two. You know what's crazy? Psalms 58, I had written down, it was in my handwriting anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, that's all it said. It said Psalm 58 and 82. And I I know I've looked up 82 before, like a lot. But I don't have any recollection of writing 58 down. Mm. And I found it over on an old post-it note like three days ago, this week, over there on my on my other desk, the desk I go and I, I do my deep prayer and study on. That's uh, confirmation. Yes, it's confirmation. That's I, Again, I got chills up and down my back right now it's like god talks to me man and yes and i'm so grateful that you are an obedient vessel for the lord to work through i appreciate you and what you do and for taking the time to talk to me man i know you're i know you're busy i know you are and i just the lord I, just put in my mind i i i haven't even read this one yet but he just tossed at me psalms 112 112 as, as well um, and I think I think I, I I can see why he says this says praise you the Lord blesses the man that feareth the Lord that delighteth greatly in his commandments. That's another thing. If you listen, nothing ain't no curse or hex is gonna work with you because there's nothing that God has blessed that these demons can curse. You gotta Amen. you got to lay hold to the blessings and believe I am blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, all that stuff, okay, shoot your arrows. They're going to melt because I am blessed in the name of Jesus. So sure. it says, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. I fear the Lord. I am blessed. Hallelujah. That delighted greatly in his commandments. Lord, I delight in your commandments. And it says, his seed shall be mighty upon earth. So guess what? You're mighty and your children are mighty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It says... The generation of the upright shall be blessed. The wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endure forever. Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is, <laughs> he is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. That's another thing too, right? When you're reading and taking hold, make sure you're living up to these things, or if not, 
Ask the Lord, make me live out to these things. Lend, right. lend to people. And when it talks about lending, your Jesus already told you, don't ask back. Right. This, this lending is a, is a different sort. You don't ask back for the, for these things that you lend. That's right. Uh, he will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. So no, I will not be moved. Your hexes and curses ain't nothing. God mm -hmm. has established me. Period. And so it says, surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in an everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Amen. His heart is, is established. Look, I'd say established. His heart <laughs> is established. He shall <laughs> not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. Guess what? All these demons are going into the abyss. And I tell these demons, Bow down in the name of Jesus. Listen, sometimes I'll feel them scraping like the top of my head. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, y'all going to bow down in the name of Jesus. That's how. That's, that's one of the ways I know that they're doing something against me. They're trying to put a curse on my head. You can't touch this crown, bro. You're going to bow down in the name of Jesus. And, oh, and, and as it's happening, the confusion will try to come upon me. All these things will come upon me. But I tell bow down in the name of Jesus. And guess what? After a couple of minutes, boom, gone. I was like, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, it says, his heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I love Thank it. you. Thank you, Lord. I love it. Yeah, Thank you, you. Thank you. I, when when you command these spirits to leave, do you tell them to go to the feet of Christ? Or do you send them to the abyss? It, de it depends on how the spirit leads me. Sometimes, depending, and you will feel it. If you're in yeah. tune with the Holy Spirit, you will feel what the Holy Spirit feels. It's like, for example, a lot of people don't realize that what they, their thoughts, listen, your thoughts are only influenced by one or two things, demons or the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So just like when you were under demonic oppression, a lot of them thoughts, they weren't your thoughts. Your consciousness was blended with them demons. Yeah. Now, as you grow in the Holy Spirit, your thoughts will be God's thoughts. And so I will feel the vehemency, depending on whatever spirit is coming. If that spirit, that demon is exceptionally proud, I will tell them, no, I'm going to humiliate you before you send you off. You're going to bow down to the name of Jesus. Praise, praise Jesus Christ. Exalt Jesus Christ. You're going to bow down. Sometimes... They'll come to they'll come against me while I'm praying and praising and worshiping. I'll tell the angels, hey, chain them all down and we're gonna praise God together. Uh, and I and we'll pray. I, I'll call on the Lord. I said, send me all your choir angels. I want I want this to be a party this morning. You know. <laughs> so I will literally ask these things of the Lord. And God, you know that the scripture says you ask good things of the Lord, He's He'll by all means, Amen. right? So I'll, I'll bring him to the feet of Jesus. And before I before I send you off to the abyss, 
I'm you gonna praise God because it is written every knee shall bow and every mouth shall confess. That's all these demons too. Amen. Yes, it is. Hey, <laughs> brother, I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. Please keep doing the Lord's work. I know you will. Uh, holler at me anytime. Let's get you back on here. It, you know, as often as you want to talk, if you want to talk off air and just, you know, just chew it up. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Just I holler at me anytime. I, man. I haven't sent you my number yet? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Send me your number. I, I'll send you mine. I'll email you. I'm, I'll email you, bro. Yeah, do that, along with the Gadachi and your playlist. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I'll do it right now. All right, brother. God bless and have a good night. All right, you too. All right, bro. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want more content, if you want to submit your own story to be on the show, if you want to listen to past episodes, or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. Just go there, uh, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel at any time. Get in on uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right, so again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless.
There's a table he beckons Shady with the saints of gold With their troubles far behind them To never suffer anymore I'm going home personally ready to submit your life to God and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says it really simply that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. To be born again, to start a new life as a child of God, to join God's army, to rise up against the evil forces that you know are all around you. You don't have to do it alone. I love you. Jesus loves you. And may God bless you. Had grew ill, and 
doctor said the only way he would make it would be God's will. He called me up one night just to say, Brother, if you would, I need you to pray. So I went to the altar, I fell down on my knees and I prayed, I asked the Lord if he would heal him, and now he's living So if you're here, feeling lonely, and your burdens you no longer can bear, just come on up to this altar and take it to the Lord in prayer come on up to this altar and fall down on your knees and pray ask the Lord to forgive you and you'll be Better day. Better day.